and welcome to the One Broke Actress Podcast. The One Broke Actress Podcast. The The One One Broke Broke Actress Actress Podcast. Podcast. This is the podcast giving you an honest account of actor life. I mean, can we just be honest for a second? Plus a few lessons I learned in the process. This is what I'm saying. Nobody knows anything. I'm your host, Sam Valentine. Hi guys, welcome to this week's Solo Sam episode. Ironically, we are recording about time management today and I am in a huge fucking hurry, so let's see what we can get done today. Number one, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Number two, if you guys find a single piece of information from this podcast that you enjoy, please write a quick review in your phone, on the Apple app, or in SoundCloud. I know we say it every week, it makes a huge difference. It really does. Um, having over a hundred of them actually makes the podcast easier for other people to find and then it just helps the community. So with that, let's get into it. Time management is a tricky subject for a couple of reasons. One, I don't feel qualified to talk about it because honestly, I don't necessarily have my shit together in this department. Uh, If you ask people around me, I am often scrambling a little bit. However, over the past couple of years, I have found a sense of calm and I have figured out, although I do still get stressed and feel strapped for time constantly, I feel like I kind of own my schedule quite a bit more than I used to, especially when I first started as an actor, because we all know there's only so much we have control over in our schedules. So first of all, I wanted to talk about prioritizing, which I think is the most important thing you can maybe take away from this today is that when you are overwhelmed, when you have a set of things to do, multiple jobs to work, auditions to run to, things to prepare, class, whatever, prioritizing what you need to get done will change the way you think about the things you have to accomplish. So for example, I always look the first thing when I have a long to-do list. First of all, I come home and I put a pen to paper and I write out all of the things that are in my brain that I have to get done. So I try not to do this when I'm at work. I try not to necessarily figure these things out while I'm driving or something because I really have to sit down and write it down. And then you can look at what is the most urgent and what is the most important. For example, if you have a work project that's due on Friday, but you have an audition tomorrow, then it would probably make the most sense to spend some time working your audition today and then a lot of time to work on your work project after your audition. You guys probably already do this automatically, but it's just important to look at the list as a whole and then prioritize from there. So the urgency and importance of it, also the due date, when is it coming up? Do you have sides due for class and then an audition? Can you combine them and do your audition during your acting class? These kind of things really help save you a lot of time. And then lastly, how much time you have allotted per activity. So if you can look at all of the things you need to do in a day, all of the jobs you have to do, maybe you also wanted to work out and you wanted to listen to this podcast and you wanted to meditate and blah, blah, blah. You have to look at your schedule and see, is this realistic for me? I know this sounds very broad right now, but we're going to get into more detail. But realizing that you just don't have enough time to do all of those things is a huge step of time management. Sometimes you will not have time to do a workout and a meditation. Sometimes you will have to choose between sleep and getting stuff ready for an audition. Figuring out where you have holes in your schedule is going to make 
a, a massive difference in the long run. So let's talk a little bit about time budgeting. I The way that people think about their financial situation is often how I think about my time because I only have so much to utilize and things like sleeping and eating well and working out are high, priority, high priorities to me because if I don't do those things, I don't accomplish the rest of my life very well. So in time budgeting, you'd have to really pay attention over the course of a couple weeks how long things take you. I used to think, oh, I could get up at six and totally be at work at eight and knock out these bunch of tasks. But I forget about the time it takes to get to the gym or the time it takes to fill up my water bottles and make breakfast, make coffee, blah, blah, blah. So uh, something like a time tracker, if you've never used one, could be really helpful in this circumstance if you're not very good with keeping an eye on the clock. Uh, Deborah Lee Smith Um, recommended the Top Tracker app. Uh, She said that was a really good one for just consistently tracking where her time went to different activities. So if you just feel like, I just can never get everything done, one, maybe you're not prioritizing correctly and you're giving yourself too many things on too short of a deadline. And two, perhaps your time is being spent in ways you don't realize is happening. Maybe you pop open your email before you leave the house in the morning and you spend six or seven minutes working on your email, but you could have been in the car by then. That makes a huge difference in LA. I know you guys in other cities probably feel the same way about your traffic and your car situation, but it's the little things that really add up over time in a day. And as you are tracking your time, I think it's very important to be very realistic about how long things take. You you cannot get from one side of town to another in 15 minutes. It no longer happens. It's unfortunate, but that's how LA is. So being realistic in your time schedule about how long it takes to do things. For example, it is early in the morning today and I'm knocking out this podcast. If you're wondering why I'm like slurring half my words, it's because haven't had enough coffee yet, but uh, I allotted myself 45 minutes to do this podcast that will probably only equal about 15 minutes of time because I know I'm going to edit, I'm going to, you know, con- like produce the sound files, put it online, all the little things that add up. So you really have to be realistic about how long activities take and they probably take longer than you think, at least for now. Okay. That being said, let's talk a little bit about calendar and time budgeting. I am a calendar Nazi. I put every single thing in my calendar. When my friends say, oh, let's have dinner next week, maybe like Tuesday night, I pull out my phone and I put Tuesday night dinner with the girls in my calendar. Listen, sometimes they hate me for this (laughs) because it'll be Tuesday afternoon and I'll be like, okay, where's our reservation? What are we doing? And I'm kind of annoying for that reason. But if I don't put something in my calendar, it just falls out of my head. As actors, we have so much going on, not just maintaining jobs and auditions and classes and things, but also maintaining a level of creativity. And if I don't put something if I don't take something out of my brain and put it onto paper or an app or something just the wheels completely fall off and I lose it. So I personally love Calendoo. It's the original Google Calendar before Google Calendar had an app. It's $12, I think, for a lifetime or 15 or something, which is 
a very high price for an app, I'm aware. But it is the best calendar, in my opinion, so you can look at your full day and your week and you can time block things. I love this app. I appreciate the Google Calendar app itself as well, but to me, it just doesn't have as many functions and features as the Calendoo app. Um, I use both because they are both synced. So when I go on my computer, if I want to open my calendar, I can open it, open it through um, the Gmail suite. So everything is synced into one. And then if I lost my phone or my computer or something, knock on wood, um, there will still be a calendar somewhere online for me to use. So Calendoo, can't recommend it enough. I put literally everything in a calendar. This includes the task of time blocking. If you guys have never heard of time blocking, it's looking at your schedule, looking at your full day, and blocking out every minute. Uh, If you guys are familiar with the Skinny Confidential, I'll link her in the show notes, but she does some great uh, blog articles about time blocking and how effective it is because she blocks every minute of her day, which I don't do because I'm not that busy, but blocking out things like free time is something I do or else I actually won't have it. I will block out in my calendar from 9.30 p.m. to 11 is when I get to watch a show and hang out with my fiance. If that's not in there, I will be back to back and I will be scrambling all day long and I'll forget that I have something that I'm supposed to do that night, even if that thing I'm supposed to do is for me. Um, Kathy Vu, who is in the Facebook group, recommended blocking and setting a timer. This, I think this is called the, the tomato timer method or the egg time. I'm going to forget. It's, it's a, there's a name for this where you, you block your time and you put a timer on your desk with that amount of time set on it. So if you're going to spend 15 minutes responding to emails, you will turn on a timer for 15 minutes and you will only respond to emails for that time. It's a very popular method with writers that I know who will put on a 45 minute timer and for that 45 minutes they cannot do anything online some of them will turn off their wi-fi if you guys listen to ross and thurber's episode earlier this season he talks about how he writes and it's kind of in a similar fashion he doesn't really need to set a timer but he talks about how he blocks it off specifically that is the only thing he is doing in that time and when that timer goes off this is the hard part you have to drop it walk away and go on to the next task It is so hard to do, especially if you started something you're in the middle of. Um, But it's, it's an interesting thing to try if you've never, if you feel like you can't give yourself time to work on things. When I started One Broke Actress, I would time block 20 minute segments to write. And I have to only time block about 20 minutes at a time because... I get very antsy and I'm bad at sitting at a desk for long periods of time. So (laughs) something to check out. All this being said, we all know everything hits the fucking fan when we get an audition. We can have our schedule to a T. We can have ourselves a perfectly allotted time period for so many things. But when you get an audition, it basically shoots everything in the foot. You have to drop everything. I, I literally wrote in my notes, fuck me, right? Because it's just... It's funny because it's the thing we want more than anything is opportunities to do our work, but it is also the thing that is kind of the hardest because it completely fucks our entire schedule. It really does because then you have to program in prep time, travel time, maybe you need coaching time, you have to get off of work, blah, blah, blah. So I highly recommend finding a way to have a system in place for when you do get 
auditions. I have a text chain in my brain. I used to write it down on paper. But if I got an audition at a certain time of day and I had to cancel off work and I had to move appointments, I had everything in place where I could very easily send a few text messages and completely move my schedule around. I am lucky that I've maintained several flexible jobs in which to do this. So I said in a previous podcast about being a responsible actor is being really good and open with the people you work with and letting them know that this is a possibility for your schedule because the stress that comes with an audition does not need to correlate with the stress that comes with scheduling that audition. This should be the easiest part of the process is getting yourself off work or out of some kind of activity. So schedule that audition and figure out what you need to move to make it happen The most effective way I find to do this is to look at where the audition is, how long it's going to take me to get there, to get home, and how long estimated it's probably going to be in the room and in the waiting room. Obviously, these times are exceptionally out of our control. So I like to err on the side of caution and always assume it's going to be at least half an hour in the waiting room slash room. The more often you go out to certain offices, the more you'll get to know them and you'll be able to tell how long an audition is probably going to take. There are some offices that are so efficient, they call actors in in 15-minute time slots, so there's always not very much waiting. Um, They're just very good about their time scheduling. However, some offices, like commercials, for example, will have a lot more people in a shorter time period. And people with commercials, it seems to me, like to change their times more. They like to come in when it's convenient a little bit more. I would err against that, just for future reference. But stick to your times as much as possible. That being said, I know that those might take a little bit longer because there might be a longer wait. Or a print audition, for example, takes about three seconds in the room, probably closer to 90 seconds because they just take your pictures. But in the wait time, it might be quite a bit longer. I also love going to auditions. This is your hot tip. I love going to the first opening of the audition. Even if it's 10 a.m., that is my favorite time because I want to be in and out. So I will err on the side of going a little bit earlier if possible. In the idea of sticking to the time of your audition, this is tough because agents and managers and casting directors, they know we are juggling a lot constantly. But if you can stick to your allotted time as much as possible, it will be worth it in the long run. I always say you have to earn your fails. So as much as you can initially, if you can stick to your allotted time period for your audition and move things around, the one day that it comes up that you really can't get to the audition at that time, you won't feel as bad or like you're taking advantage of anyone if you need to move your time slot. Obviously, people with kids and families, they are a little more lenient, I feel, in this area, but that is uh, said from other people's stories, not from personal experience, because clearly I do not have kids, so I do not know how that is. God bless you all. You are heroes. Okay. Uh, To-do lists are something that kind of come up along this journey as well. Um, 
I recently stopped making constant lists all the time. They were taking up a lot of space in my brain and I would write them in an app or then on the notes list or on a piece of paper or on a post-it or on a sticky note on my computer and it became overwhelming because I never had one concise list. So if you're going to do a list, I highly recommend finding one place to put it. Uh, But I was also making to-do lists just to make them and just to cross things off. But really what I needed to do was look at my calendar a little more and my to-do lists less. And that made a huge difference because when I had time for things, I would get them done. When I stopped making lists, it did not hinder me from doing things that needed to be done, if that makes sense. I do love the reminder app though on the phone. It's free. It typically comes on most iPhones. Sorry, Android users. I actually have never had an Android, so I have no idea what to tell you. But I'm sure you have something very similar that probably works better. Uh, It works really cleanly and you can set it to let you know when you get to Trader Joe's, you need to buy cinnamon. Something as silly as that. You can set it to a location-specific reminder so it's not popping up constantly. It'll tell you when you go to Target, you need to get an outfit for this audition. I highly recommend taking advantage of that free app. Here is a unfortunate part of this whole time management thing. As you get busier and as I get older... It has really been a bummer, but mornings are absolutely of such an important time. Let me tell you from the depths of my soul, if I could sleep into 8 or 9 a.m. every day, I would be Mother Teresa. I love sleeping, and I love sleeping until mid-morning. However, with the amount of stuff that I have going on in my schedule, morning is the best time to get things done because no one is asking anything of me at that time. Most people aren't awake and I don't have anywhere to be, and there's nothing that I can lose control of early in the morning. Once again, knock on wood, who knows? But there is less likely of me getting wrapped up in a project or me being called to some set or an audition or something like that in the early morning hours. Heather Harper and our Cecilia Tripp from Laurel Canyon Creative also said they have developed their own morning routines, and I think that that's... Unfortunately, a part of this world, I've slowly started to become more of a morning person. It's it's a long-term habit. If you try for a couple weeks and you can't get up and knock things off a list at 6 a.m., don't feel bad. It's, it's over time that these habits start to fall into place. I have to tell myself when my alarm goes off at 545, just stand up and get out of bed. All you have to do is stand up. And then once you stand up, it's like, oh, I guess I'm going to go to the bathroom. And once you're in the bathroom, the light goes on. It's like, well, fuck it, I'm up. Maybe that doesn't work for you. But just standing up is the one thing I can tell myself to get out of bed or else I will get very overwhelmed in my brain. I also encourage you to sample other people's morning routines and take bits and pieces that you enjoy. If you guys want to share them on my latest Instagram post, how you manage your morning routine or in the Broke Actors Facebook group, um, I love to sample for a while. I would journal and then for a while I would get up and instantly watch a motivational video or listen to a podcast. Um, Now I usually get up and just instantly start working out because I work out from home because I have developed that skill of being able to get out, get up and get something done, but that takes time. So sampling other people's morning routines is a great way to try and initiate that into your schedule. I, for example, used to self-submit every morning while I ate breakfast. It was just something I did. I had my computer, I had oatmeal, and I would submit on Actors Access. Try different things and figure out what works for you. 
oh my God, isn't it been almost 20 minutes? See, this is where bad time management comes in, guys. I am not your guru. Uh, Lastly, I want to leave you guys with a little, some final pieces of advice that were shared um, from the Facebook group. Uh, Haley Grace Stewart recommended. She uh, kickstarts keeping a monthly magnet dry erase board calendar on her fridge she said every day I write down my meetings and what I accomplished again it becomes a game and I am much more proud calm and appreciative of my career it reminds me of what I have done and have to do as opposed to what I haven't done yet I think that's fantastic and um, the girls Kathy and Haley also talked about rewarding yourself for the little things you get done maybe making a little point system at the end of the week I don't know it's not something I've tried before but why, why not? Could be fun. Uh, and then Melissa McNeary also left us with a couple mantras, which I thought was really nice. She said, a brief meditation mantra, do one thing and do it well and then move on to the next task. And when I mentioned multitasking to her, she said, multitasking does not make me a superhero. It makes you depleted. Let it go. That is fantastic because I have definitely learned that multitasking does not really do me any good. It actually harms me in the long run because I end up fucking up the small thing I could have gotten done if I just gave it some attention. Before we go, I just want to say that in doing all of these things, in keeping a schedule, in trying to keep your time allotted for important things to you, um, you're going to miss out on things. And you're not always going to be there for your friends' events or your their birthdays. You're not going to always be the best texter. You're not going to always respond to emails super fast. It's okay. If I have learned one thing, it is that the people around me who matter understand that I have three or four jobs and I'm an actor and that I will respond to your text message at 11 p.m. and I will respond with my full heart but it probably will not be on a time schedule that fits you. So make sure the people around you are understanding of your lifestyle and you have to understand deep down that if this is worth it to you, if the goals you're achieving and working on are worth it to you, missing out on things and that stupid fucking word FOMO and all the things that come with this job and giving yourself time and patience, it will be worth it. So just check in with your friends. If they get annoyed with you because you don't text back, let them know, hey, I have a lot going on right now. I know you do too. Everyone's their own brand of busy. But I might not text you back for a while because I'm really trying to work on my time management skills. Just putting that out in the universe kind of makes you feel a little bit better. And missing out on things will be okay. You will miss events. I'm missing an awesome trip to New Orleans later this month because I just know I don't have time in my schedule to make it happen. It's okay. We will all make time for the things that matter and it will all even out in the long run. I promise you. Whew. All right. Speaking of, I have to go to work now. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for listening to this uh, 20-something minute rant. If you guys have any opinions on this, please uh, feel free to share them on my Instagram at OneBrokeActress or at SamValentine. If you guys listened this whole way through, please make sure you've rated and reviewed the podcast. And... uh, I will talk to you guys later this week.